What's going on, friends? Welcome to the new podcast, The Happy Grind Movement. My name is Jackson Desjardins. And I'm Tracy Desjardins. And together, we're a mother-son duo dedicated to helping you find solutions to unwanted habits that are holding you back from becoming your super self. Jackson and I know what it feels like to be overweight, frustrated, and stuck. But we also know how to get lean, get confident, and rock your best life. Together, we're going to get real and give you the tools you need to live fully aligned with who you want to be at any age. As former personal trainers, we believe that while fitness is one part of being a healthy badass, it's not the only part of true wellness in this life. Building your super self is a grind. Together, we're going to help you grind happy. What's going on, everybody? We have got an exciting episode for you today. We are going to talk to you about breaking free from dieting. Because let's be honest, what's the, what's the number one thing that everybody goes to when they want to lose weight or when they want to change their body? Most of the time, it has everything to do with just finding the right diet and the fastest diet for fat loss and all these things. So this is going to be an episode that's heavily led by my mother with her release of her new book, and I'm gonna I'm gonna yep. just give you the mic here, Mama. Oh, so excited to be here. We've been waiting to talk about this topic. So here we are. Um, it's the beginning of September, and I have a book coming out on Amazon September 15th. It is called The Diet Free Diva. And gentlemen, don't go running for the hills because these principles apply to you too. And they will definitely apply to your mom and your girlfriends. Wicked. Okay? Wicked. So, you know, I, there's so much I could talk about in this episode. And there's just... not, there, there's, I want to say too, there's, there's nothing frou-frou no. about it. She's no, very really to the not. point. Yeah. 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 Uh, question for everybody listening. Do you consider yourself a dieter? Yes. Okay. I have well, for a long you're time. You're one person. I actually wasn't talking to you and I'm laughing that you answered Sorry. the question. <laughs> but here's, <laughs> here's why I, I threw that question out there. Because a lot of people might think, well, I'm not a dieter because they never technically went on a commercial diet. But I will say that if you are restricting food in a manner that makes you crazy and you're experiencing ups and downs and you're having, you know, sessions of overeating and then you feel like you need to start back on something, something on Monday because you feel lousy about overeating on the weekend, I would argue that you're probably dieting and you don't even realize that's that. That's a great way to put it. That's I mean, a great Jackson and I both went through that for a long time. And you've heard us talk about this if you've listened to our other many episodes when we talk about our relationship with food. But I will say this. I have spent the last two years um, pursuing an inner passion of mine that I held back on for a very long time. And pandemic forced all of us to have alone time. We're stuck in our houses. We're not happy about it. And we were forced to have a lot of time in quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And something really interesting happened to me during pandemic. And I started abusing food. Like I did. I think many people did. Yes. I certainly did. Yes. Okay. Well, my pathway with indulging in sweets like never before, well, not like never before, I used to indulge in sweets heavily in my earlier life because of dieting. I got productively angry because I couldn't get a grip on it. And I finally just kind of said, you know what? I throw my hands up in the air here. I am tired of trying to control, this isn't working. What is it that I'm missing? So I dove into studying and researching and reading everything I could get my hands on to try to figure out 
why do I keep falling prey to sweets? Why do I keep doing this? Like every day in the afternoon, I just kind of lose my shit and I'm stuffing my face with foods that I did not intend to eat. What is going on? I can't continue this way. I finally had had enough. What was the problem? Well, after I spent time alone in some deep contemplation, I realized that the dieting that I started when I was 12 took me down a road that created this binging problem. And not only did I, got, did I get angry about that, I got curious and very, very motivated. So I started writing. I remember telling you this. Mm-hmm. I opened up a Word document and I started because, you know, we had all this time. I just started writing to myself. I started getting all of my thoughts out in a document form about my history with food. Like, where did this start? When I looked back and realized I was this fun-loving, happy-go-lucky kid that was slightly chubby before, you know, fifth grade. Yeah. But the thing is, I liked myself. I trusted myself and life was good. And I didn't obsess with food back then. And I didn't didn't, obsess with what I looked like. Your life wasn't, it it didn't have as much shame. It had no shame. Yeah. I I mean, I was that that loud kid getting kicked out of class because I'm making other people laugh. Yeah. That was just like, it was my spirit. That was my flavor of personality. And the thing is, I believed in myself and I trusted myself and I didn't, I didn't fight with food until age 12. And I talk about all this in my book, friends. I talk about my story. I outlay, I really pour my my personal story out in this book. And I just can't wait uh, to throw it out there to the world. I think that's that's part of the reason why we're doing this podcast together is because both of us, I mean, I certainly have done it on my channel. We are super cool with just putting out our information. Like you, you, you guys know just about as much as there is to know about me. Well, there's an epigenetic chain from a DNA perspective that yeah. happened between you and I. I would you say picked so. up on that when you were, you know, I had you, you're half me and you ended up with the same problem that I did. Maybe a little worse. Okay. So I got, I'll say productively pissed during pandemic when I discovered, you know what, we're all dieting. And when I realized where it came from, the media, the junk foods, the processed foods, on the one hand, we are being sold on the bliss point foods, the Dorito chip, the Oreos, every, if you look at the TV commercials, it's all about the junk food mania out there. And, but at the same time, you see all of the dieting programs and a next commercial. So we're being sold on the junk foods that please our hyper, hypersensitive tongue. So of course, we're going to want those tastes because scientists have made those foods. So we can't just eat just one. Yeah. Wicked we addictive. Eat, yeah. So then the apple's not going to taste great because we've been eating all of these these scientifically created processed foods um, with, you know, no holds barred. And we were ashamed of that when it's really not our fault. So that's what got me. On the one hand, we're being sold on all of these bliss point foods. But then Finn is in, well, we should have this amazingly like hot body, especially people in the fitness industry. Hello. Yeah, wicked. We are expected to be... Where insecurity the, is on the... Ro- I mean, the, the biggest in any industry. Well, that almost. was me. That was me. I really, me too. I look at... Okay, we look at all those years, myself mainly here, living in that zone of imposter syndrome and, and highly highly self-critical aspect of my thoughts where I was never good enough. I was never representative enough unless I had this like tight fit chiseled body that other people had, by the way, and a lot of them are getting those results doing crazy ass things. That was the norm back in like the eighties and nineties. Like that was what was respected. 
So what did I do? I dieted harder and harder in order to be accepted, respected, admired in my industry or loved by the world. Thin is in and I was going to fight my way to it. That's where it went wrong. So the harder I fought myself with food and my body, the worse my binge eating got mainly on sugar. And it all started happening with the dieting. The dieting is what did it. Well, I think that you guys have probably heard my story many times, whether it's on the channel or whether it was here, but it's oftentimes very, very similar. Um, I, I think for me and you, a very common theme was restriction. Um, me and me and my mother are two people that rules don't work very well for. Um, if I feel like I'm, if I feel like I'm being controlled by something, I really don't like that. I really like making my own decisions. And when I'm telling myself I can't have that, I can't oh, yeah. have this things that I never even thought of having. I was obsessed with eating. I remember, I remember going to McDonald's a lot when I was huge. I never ate McDonald's. I, I, I never even ate fast food aside from Chipotle, which I, which is probably the best fast food you can get. It's like, I, I never really ate fast food, but when I was big and I was telling myself that on Monday, I'm not going to be able to have any of this, I had to gorge myself. And that's the common theme is I'm not yeah. going to be able to have this. So I, I, since I've already screwed up because I, I'm, I'm goal oriented eating, mm. I have to, I have to binge on all these things now. And you know what? Goal oriented eating is really the problem. I, I, I couldn't. And I'm I'm going to be brutally honest here with, with with you guys. I'm not saying this was or this or this or this is going to be. This is is right in the present. I can't tell you, and may, maybe because this um, maybe this is because I've been in, in in fitness for a while. I can't tell you whether successful or not. I can't tell you the last time I wasn't goal oriented eating. In other words, one would call that dieting. Mm-hmm. Whether mm-hmm. I've been sticking to it or not, I can't tell you the last time that I wasn't that 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 my eating wasn't goal oriented. And you know what? In the fitness industry, that's how it's supposed to be. That's what they want you cutting, bulking all yeah. year. You're eating for a purpose. You never are able to just eat just for nourishment and satisfying. The Correct. Appetite. We have a natural appetite. I'm so glad that you gave us that splash coming from you. Because you've given the guys confirmation of that. Just giving you a real and authentic, guys. So diet, dieting isn't just like, okay, the South Beach diet. No, no, no. Diet is restricted eating for a certain goal. And it usually has to do with weight loss or body shape changing. And learning how to eat without it being goal-oriented. That's hard work, man. I'm still on that journey. I'm not there. Me too. Hang on. And here's the truth. Okay. We've been conditioned to believe a boatload of lies. Conditioned. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not only, again, I'll say it again. I was born in 1970. That was like part of the, the, the fast food or the processed food revolution. All that crap came out. Saturday morning cartoons. Anybody listening, you, there's probably still on there. Saturday cartoons. Oh, shit. I watched SpongeBob on Saturday morning. Okay. So if you look at all the commercials for junk food, and then, then in the next breath, there's going to be a commercial for a, a med, a popular med for yeah. this condition or that condition. Then there's going to be, you get Marie Osmond coming on TV for the Nutrisystem. I mean, it is in our faces. So we have to put on different glasses now to protect ourselves. I call them special glasses. One of the tools in the book, special glasses 
to go through life on your terms to block out the noise. Otherwise, it's going to take us down every time. Yeah. Have ha- have your blue light glasses on where you can see where all the bullshit is. Honestly, because yeah. it's everywhere. But it's okay. It's okay. Because first, it starts with acceptance and knowing that, you know what, we are responsible people here. But where we've come from is really not our fault. And we're being continually conditioned to... Um, you know, restrict. And then what you described, I wanted, I wanted to interrupt you so bad and I didn't and let you finish, but thank you. Mother. You developed an inner rebel. I developed a, re- a mm-hmm. rebel, that inner rebel that a lot of us have, it can grow and it can take over the command center in our brain when we start dieting and restricting for a goal that really doesn't make a whole lot of sense with food. So in my book, The Diet Free Diva, it's Five Steps to Freedom with Food, Body, and Self on Your Own Trusted and Sustainable Terms. So I help you in five steps to block out the noise and learn how to rewrite your story moving forward in your relationship with food, your body, and yourself that is different now. And it's done in such a way that I don't tell you what to do. I help you find your answers because you got them. But we have been blindsided by the media to believe that we need their false promises, not our own answers. I help people through this in five specific steps. And I'd like to talk about the first step. Okay. By the way, I do not give you a meal plan. Don't even get me started. You will not find a meal plan, nor, and I'm a fit pro, nor will you find an exercise plan in my book. Do I talk about food and exercise? Yes, but it's only one component of those five steps and I ain't giving you a prescription. Instead, I give you loving guidance to find your thing with food and what I call joyful movement. It's fantastic. Well, and I'm so proud of it. Well, who would I be? I who would I be telling somebody what to eat? I'm well aware. That's I that's mean, why goodness. I remember being 15, buying diet programs from some shredded guy on uh, on on, uh, on Instagram, and me. I'm seeing lettuce, avocado, and boiled chicken, and I'm like, "Homie, you don't even know what I like to eat." And like nowadays, people are starting to understand that you can you, you can eat what you like and still get results. Um, and eating what you like, meaning like not chicken, broccoli, and rice every single day. Um, and uh, it's. Yeah. Let let me just dive in with this. Okay. Now, when some diets are required for medical reasons, for health reasons, if you go to the doctor and you have a condition and the doctor says, avoid this and this, consume this and this for certain reasons, that's one thing. But it's if it's if you're going on a diet to specifically change the shape of your body or to lose weight or to be a slave to the scale, all those things it always ends bad. And then you're starting over again like the game of shoots and ladders. Picture that game. Everybody knows the board game shoots and ladders, okay? You spin the little thingy. You spin it. You land on the spot where you get the giant ladder and you climb all the way up the board. Perhaps that's losing weight. Yeah, so you're on that trajectory. You're focused. You're going crazy. You're pushing. You're fighting with food. All you can think about, you're obsessed with your next meal because you got to stay on this diet track. You're scared to death to stop at the Royal Farms and pay for your 
whatever it is, because you're going to be confronted with all the candy bars in the front. And you don't trust yourself. So all you do is fight and that always ends bad. But anyway, back on shoots and ladders, you get to that top row. You see that blue ribbon. There's your weigh-in date. You're going for the blue ribbon, right? You got go wait. I'm going to weigh in three weeks from now. It's going to be great. We turn into idiots because all we can think about is ourselves and controlling food. Yeah. And then you spin the little spinner, which is like the next day in the diet, something happens. Kid gets sick. You get sick. There's a snake pit that shows up and all of a sudden you say F it and you go through the drive through and you get your stuff. You land on the slide. Back to the default. And you go all the way freaking down to the Back bottom. to the default. Can anybody relate to that? So I'm here to say enough madness, enough nonsense. And I'm spending the rest of my life on a mission with other wonderful coaches like me and writers and authors and, and believers that you didn't fail. It failed you. There is a better way. And this is what that book, my book, the diet free diva, September 15th is all about. Well, I want to just give them something. First of all, it's very exciting. I encourage all of you ladies out there, along with any of you men who are who are masculine enough to step in, in, in into your own you know interests and broaden your scope of understanding. A lot of men need this book too, uh, aside from the fact that it's bright pink. If you are comfortable enough in your masculinity... Oh, it's hot pink. If you are comfortable enough in your masculinity as I am... <laughs> <laughs> then uh, you will happily read yeah. that son of yeah. a bitch on the bus. I don't know. But yeah. um, so, <laughs> mom, I want to ask you this. I want to ask you this, right? Or for, first of all, I, w- I want to say something and then I want to ask you something. So um, what changed for me when I lost the weight, the reason I didn't get fat again, I may not have been like, I may have had ups and downs ever since losing my weight, even to this day of, you know, being on my game, being off my game, being this, being that, right? Um, the reason that I didn't get fat again is because I understood future use decisions are just the decisions that present you makes tomorrow. Mm. And that's big facts. You've been saying that for years that's big now. Facts. And it's so true. The reason I didn't get fat again is because I didn't trust the lie of Monday is going to be different. If I'm not willing to exercise right now, I'm not going to be willing to exercise on Monday. And if I binge eat now, I'm going to justify binge eating later. That's really what I'm trying to say. And the reason I didn't get fat is because I just stopped believing. The reason I didn't get fat again is just because I stopped believing the lie. And I was just honest with myself. And And and, you started to trust yourself. Yes. And I, I think the main thing that I'm trying to say is that originally binge eating was the norm. And then being on my game would be like one or two days out of the week. Right. And then the the switch flipped. I liked how it felt to not binge anymore. Mm-hmm. So then binging didn't become the norm. It had only it would only happen sometimes. And then I would most of the time I would just eat this new way of eating that I learned how to do. Well you started to be very, very aware of what it felt like in, to be in your body. You were very aware of what your food choices were doing for you. Yeah. And it, you know, you were curious about the changes that were taking place. You were not checked out with your eating anymore. You were very checked in. But at the same time, I lost the weight. I lost 100 pounds because I allowed myself to have what I wanted. I didn't say anything was off limits. And that was the most self-serving thing that I've ever... And that worked for you. I'm loving this. Thank you so much for saying that. Because that was your unique way of approaching that. It wasn't a diet. Mm -mm. Okay. So when we diet, we basically cash in 
our self-trust and our own inner wisdom for somebody else's way that worked for them and they invested in a diet program and they're selling it to the masses to cash in on profit. And so, you know, they're selling a promise that always fails. I mean, honestly, you and I, we, we've been in fitness a long time. I've been in fitness for 32 years. I, I, I mean this. I have never met w- one person. I talk diets with a lot of people in the fitness industry, okay? I cannot give you the name of one person that I remember going on a diet, any program, getting results and keeping them. I, I saw a lot of people get results, myself included, with a diet. But... I, I can't give you the name of one person, myself included, that sustained any results with dieting. Why? Because the pathway to lose the weight, first of all, it didn't come from them. It came from following rules and fighting that is not sustainable mm-hmm. in the long term. So why are we doing it? Because we've, conditioned, we've been conditioned to believe that that is the only way. So I would like to say this. What is a diet-free diva? I'd like to explain how I came up with the name for this book. What made me so passionately angry is I realized, and I encourage everyone listening, how much time, money, and energy have you wasted in the war with food? We have, it is a life-sucking venture to battle with food and with dieting. And think of all of that time that could have been devoted towards the reason that we were born. So we all have an, a purpose that we were born into this world, there's something that you do really, really good. And that gets put on the back burner when we're at war with food and body. That's facts. So once yeah. we can make peace with food, body, and trust, and take on our trust back, okay, then, then our purpose is unleashed and we can put our best diva out there into the world. And let me tell you where my best diva is coming out. My badass fourth grader who loved people, loved laughter and trusted and liked herself. I went back and rescued her and reclaimed her now at the age of 52. Very powerful. And my mission is to help other women and guys, this applies to y'all as well. Divas and studs. Divas and dudes. Robin Massey, are you listening? Hey, yo. Diva... And do divas and dudes is a side note that I hope Robin's listening. She invented that for me. Um, enough madness, because when we're not fighting with food, then we can do our thing with fulfillment and achievement and passion in our life. I believe we were all born to serve other people and, and with our gift. And I'll be darned. If we're going to be held back because we're fighting with food, because that's what we've been taught by the world. Enough madness. And I break this down in my book, The Diet Free Diva, on Amazon, September 15th. So very excited for that to come out. I can't wait to personally read it. I have not read it yet. So I am extremely excited for that to come out. I can't emphasize it enough. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure to set your alarms for... When? Ooh, September 15th. But like what? Midnight? I don't know. I don't know. I will just, you know, the date, <laughs> the date. But I, I, I suppose the last thing I want to leave you with is off of what she just said a second ago. When I was almost 300 pounds, I, I want you guys to know for my whole life, I've, I've, I was a drummer. I played guitar. I played piano. I've, I've, I've been a singer. Um, I loved to swim. I, I recently, you know, picked up surfing. There are things in my life that I love to do and that bring me massive joy. And I stopped doing them 
when I was fat because mm. I was too caught up in how much I hated myself and how I was going to fix my problem. That, and then the, you'd the, be happy, the, right? the masculinity in me yeah. is, I will fix this problem. And you know what? I don't have any effing mental space for mm-hmm. anything else mm-hmm. because I have to fix myself because I effing hate my life, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you're in that situation, you've, it's, it's, it's not a place that I want people to be forever. But you know what? I will say this. If you are there right now, I want you to hear me. If there's a story that I want to hear, it's not from just some guy or some girl who's always had it together. That's not fun for me. I like hearing an wow. underdog story. I love that. Me That's too. a much better story for anyone. And, um, and I want you to just live your life from now on, imagining, just like Joe Rogan said in a podcast that I heard recently, I want you to imagine that there's, that, that there, there's a camera crew filming a documentary around you at all times. And you know what? I love that. We were not put on this earth to diet binge repeat that is not our purpose for, and gentlemen, being, for being born and, is to start another diet and gentlemen i know that you might think you're too hard for this you might think that that this is where we're talking soft about dieting well you know i just gotta grind get your head out of your ass <laughs> get your head out of your ass okay you're put your ego to the side here your ego is what's been getting in the way if, if this is you okay you are not too badass to focus on yourself and and stop this cycle that has been holding you back. If that's you, it certainly was me. And if, and if I could have heard this podcast back in 2017, yeah. back yeah. in 2016, yeah. my life could have been very different. So we could call this book The Diet-Free Diva and Dude. It could be called that. <laughs> Not as catchy, but it's true. Not as catchy. but And I, yeah. you know, I, I wrote it for women from a woman's perspective, but the principles apply. So get my hot pink book, sit on the bus and read it. It's going to be fantastic. That's right, boys. So look, I am super excited for this and I hope that you guys are too. It's going to change so many lives out there. And um, on that note, we want to leave you like we leave you every single episode. Let's keep getting better together. And keep grinding happy. See you guys in the next one. Peace out. Peace out.